This morning, when you came to work and opened your door, just because someone picked up a pencil, looked over some books, had a cup of hot coffee, did you think you were going to have an accident? Now, office safety isn't really a joke. Each year, thousands of people are injured and crippled and occasionally even killed in senseless accidents. Oh, it's true, statistically, that offices are relatively safe places in which to work. But accidents can and do happen, even there. Well, we drop a pencil on the floor. We, we forget to pick it up, or, or maybe somebody else drops a pencil on the floor and we don't do anything about it. It, it seems so trivial. And you know, with, with just a little bit of extra effort, accidents could practically be eliminated. You know, you might start by reading your office safety booklet. DJ Risk Assessment. My name is MC Fire Safety. Very appropriate, as you can hear, there's some fire safety issues happening in the background. We're, being, we're under attack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are. It's those Nazis on the dark side <laughs> of the moon. Pesky, pesky Nazis. They finally worked up their rocket technology. Yeah. <laughs> and their firework technology. Uh, yes, this is a very uh, safety-aware edition of the show entitled... Watch out! <laughs> Yes. Yes, watch out. Mm. There's yellow Beware. There's yellow and different coloured tapes uh, blocking off various parts of this week's uh, show. Bollards. Bollards. Yes. Bollards everywhere. Traffic calming measures are in place. People with clipboards and moustaches. <laughs> As we bring you an hour or so of uh, public safety information and uh, hopefully some helpful advice. Uh, in amongst all of that, though, we do, of course, have MC Fire Safety and his unnecessary news. That's right. This week, warning. Touching the electric cables causes instant death. <laughs> and a £200 fine. <laughs> which, in which order? I don't know. They are, apparently, they, they just take £200 off your corpse. <laughs> so make sure you're always carrying £200. Yes, if you're going to carry, uh, hold on to electrical cables, make sure you've always got plenty of money. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you will be in trouble. You will. Now we're going to start by playing a belting little number by one of the stars of the show. We, we do love Mr. Hugo Montenegro. We haven't Hugo heard, Montenegro! We haven't uh, heard from him for a while. Where's he been? I wonder if he's actually German. I never actually meant to check whether he's in fact German. Why would he but, be German? Well, masquerading with a Latin American name like that. Oh, I see what you mean. Now, whenever you see anybody who <laughs> might be from Latin America, you're like, are you German? You're actually German. Are you actually, are you actually a German? <laughs> this is a tune from uh, the 1965 soundtrack to The Man From Uncle, uh, with, the, with the fact the title of this week's show. And well, let's hear it from MC Fire Safety again. Watch out!
Imagine London underwater. No, it isn't fiction.
that was the Moon Wiring Club with a spooky uh, but friendly warning. Mm, that, that track is called A Friendly Warning from Striped Paint for the Last Post. Mm. Spooky and educational. But before yes. that, of course, the uh, upbeat sound mm. of Hugo Montenegro and Watch Out. Mm. Splendid stuff. Um, an artist we need to hear more from. Hopefully, hopefully on a more frequent basis than annually, which seems to be how we often approach artists on this on the show. Are but we talking about Hugo? There? Hugo, yes. I just enjoy saying Montenegro, and that's a place as well, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, it's, it's a uh, location. It's a it used gentleman. To be part of Serbo Croatia, didn't it? Do you think Hugo used to be called Hugo Serbo Croatia? Well, before? he might have been called Hugo Yugoslavia <laughs> for all we know, and then it oh, was, was broken up. Hugo Hugo. Hugo Hugo. I like that. Uh, this is Project Moonbase and uh, an entirely uh, hazard-free edition of the show. We've, uh, Careful now! <laughs> we've, we've gone over the whole base here on the moon and made sure there's no uh, no leakage points or uh, trip hazards or anything like that. We've taped over everything and and, pla- <laughs> and planed all the corners. That's right. Uh, I am completely covered in foam. We're both we're both strapped into chairs that we can't leave. Yeah, mummified in cotton <laughs> wool. That's right. Um, but uh, if you want to find out about this. Uh, very safe a show. Uh, not always so safe. Sometimes we do like to play fast and loose with your your affections, dear listener. Oh, we've, if you look if you look back over the previous hundred and fifty episodes, you'll see many dangerous topics. Yes, some might say controversial. Exactly, but uh, we're playing it safe this we time. Are. Um, if you want to get in touch with us or find out what we're up to or what. Uh, what our recommended purchase of the week is, please follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Project Moonbase. If you want to find out about more, even more than you possibly want to know about the show, please go to our website. That's right. Head on over to projectmoonbase.com where you'll find everything you need to know about the show and how to contact us. You'll see a list of all the tracks we play and links to where you can find them on Amazon and iTunes. And while you're there on iTunes, please subscribe, review and click five stars. It really helps the show get to, you know, more than you. Mm. Just you. Because we can't just be broadcasting to you. You know what I'm talking about. You. You. <laughs> so click five stars. Tell a friend. Yes. Uh, preferably two friends. Or make a friend. <laughs> yes. And then tell him. And exactly. Project Moonbase is a listener-supported show, uh, so if you're thinking of making a purchase on Amazon, you could do us a huge favour by making that purchase through our website. Uh, you do this by going to projectmoonbase.com and moving your mouse to the top right-hand corner of the page, clicking the Amazon affiliate button. Uh, it won't cost you anything, it's entirely anonymous and keeps us in high-visibility jackets. Thank you to everybody for listening and recommending us to your friends. If you enjoy the show, you can make a tiny but perfectly formed monthly donation. If you head on over to projectmoonbase.com under... Each post of the show, there is a button. Well, there are three buttons. Mm. One, five, and ten pounds you could bestow upon us per month, yes. automagically. And uh, it's very, you know, it's a, it's a cheap way to ease your conscience, which I know must be bothering you mm. for, some, for some reason. You know, <laughs> you know what you did! And this is a way to solve that. <laughs> it is, it's, yes. like a, it's like a kind of papal indulgence. And you are the moon pope, aren't you, in a mm, way? I am. It's like a confessional box. Until the real Pope comes up here. <laughs> he, I heard he was going to try and fly up on his jetpack and oh, punch really? you. Oh, So watch out. Oh, dear. There might be time to join the Nazis on the dark side. It's a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so make a donation if you would. Yes. That would be very much appreciated. From as little as a pound, very cheap. Mm. Now we're going to continue in a spooky and uh, slightly haunting manner by hearing a track from uh, one of the masters of the art of... Uh, the pub- master of the art? ...of converting uh, public information into entertainment. This comes from the wonderful uh, advisory circle. 
Oh, it's tiny. Uh, the <laughs> I thought it was a long way away, but no, it's small. Uh, this was their first, I think the first album on Ghostbox, which, uh, the first version of which came out in this wonderfully sweet miniature CD. It's tiny. I feel enormous. <laughs> it does. I feel like a giant. Yes, it does. It does bring on a certain feel of power and why handling. Does, why do I? Why does this seem delightful to me? <laughs> yes. Uh, this has. This is from the uh, debut album, I think, by the advisory circle called "Mind How You Go," and uh, which was actually expanded. The physical CD got larger, but that was to accommodate uh, some additional tracks and remixes. But uh, I rather like this original edition, the tiny. tiny I love it. Tiny oh, disc. I bet that's rare. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's rare. That is mint in box. <laughs> Well, actually not, but never mind. Um, it so, looks minty because it's green. It is. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, we're going to play the title track from this, well, I guess uh, this, this, on this size disc, an EP. Uh, this is the Advisory Circle with Mind How You Go. you go. 
that was the advisory circle with Mind Air You Go. Mm. Mind Air You Go now. That was very, <laughs> it, was, it was jolly, wasn't it, in a way? It was, yes. Spooky yes. and a little bit spooky, a little bit jolly. The best kind of music is. Oh, that's great. It's great stuff. It reminded me of education. Mm. I was learning. You were. I, I was could, learning to mind our own. I, 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 I could feel the brain cells dividing as I listened to that tune. I, I could feel my face upturned towards a source of wisdom. I don't know, that's what I'm trying to get at. We shall be having more advisory music very shortly, dear listener, but now it is time for me to usher you in to the safety gazebo of unnecessary news. The bathroom collides with the dining room as customers sit on lavatories while they eat in this toilet-themed restaurant. Mm. I know what you're thinking. Where in Germany is this? <laughs> because there are there are such eateries in Germany. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Years ago, I saw one where they give you sausages and mashed potato and gravy in a chamber pot. Oh, lovely. Lovely idea. That's, that was in Germany. But this restaurant is believed to be America's first toilet-themed eatery, and it's just opened outside Los Angeles. The food is served in miniature ceramic toilet bowls and urinals. <laughs> the diners at the Taiwanese eatery seem to enjoy the experience. They sit on toilets as well. Speaking at the Magic Restroom Cafe... <laughs> it's magic mm. one said the way they serve us on top of some toilet dishes that's what he says the way they serve us on top of some toilet dishes and sitting on top of a toilet seat it's very unique <laughs> just like your sentence structure mm. and some people even put their purses inside the toilets so it's hilarious <laughs> Yes, that is hilarious. Another diner said, It's really great and interesting for me because we wanted something new to try. This is a good atmosphere for me. <laughs> who, who are these people? I don't know. But these quotes. English is not their first language, clearly. Several similar restaurants <laughs> are already in operation in various parts of Asia and Germany. Manager Ging Han said, We wanted to bring new concepts to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is uh, yeah, really? This is the one you chose? That's an interesting new concept. We haven't seen anything like this before, so gathering some inspiration from the, these foreign countries in Asia, we came up with our own product. We are very excited that it has been so popular so far. Well, this is all well and good until you need to use the actual loo. <laughs> when you are guided into a room, we are invited to wee over a pile of chairs and crockery. <laughs> Send your toys around the world with Japan's first stuffed animal travel agency. There comes a time in every person's life when they must leave the comfort of their homes and go forth across the world. Did I say person? I meant... I meant stuffed toy. Thanks to the travel agency from Japan called Unagi Travel, whose staff take your toys around the world and show them a good time with photographs. <laughs> I made that sound like an innuendo. Vaguely unsavoury, didn't I? Show them a good time. Yes. <clears throat> Um, they photograph the what they are up to at... Uh, <laughs> Gets worse. They photograph these uh, <laughs> toys at various popular tourist locations. <laughs> Mrs. Azuma, who works for the agency, can send your beloved toy anywhere in Japan, Europe or the United States. Well, not Asia? <laughs> well, Japanese loathe the rest of Asia, don't they? <laughs> yes. I heard a Japanese person once, a famous Japanese comedian, say that J Japan, Japanese, they're like the Nazis of Asia. <laughs> 
Now, he can say that because he was Japanese. Anyway, for only $45, your toy can take a complete tour of Tokyo or, or see some of the country's most famous onsen, those are hot springs, for $55. Any beloved stuffed friend is welcome as long as they don't exceed 250 grams. <laughs> they will also document the trip and immortalize every moment through videos and photos. One lucky pink animal visited the Shanabran Palace in Austria and a melancholic bear was photographed with her footprints on a secluded beach. Another lucky pair of toys were photographed with the great Buddha of Kamakura. This is not a service for the idle rich. It's a service for the sad. <laughs> People who have phobias such as agoraphobia or who have physical conditions which limit their movements use this service which allows them to live vicariously through their stuffed companions. If you call that living. <laughs> One woman who had become a complete recluse on seeing her stuffed animal travelling was encouraged. I began to think that I should do what I can do instead of lamenting over things that I can't, she said. <laughs> in case your inanimate pal is very stressed out, another toy travel company in, Ch in the Czech Republic offers similar services which include massages, aromatherapy and even picnics. <laughs> I have to say I do quite like the idea of... Uh... It takes all that, you know, it takes all the unpleasantness out of the whole travel business, doesn't it? Mm. You can send your toys off to stay at home. Yeah. And then watch the videos when they come back. Just get some nice snaps. Yeah. And you don't have to do all that, you know, getting sort of twiddled with by some <laughs> pervert in a uniform no. as you try and get on a plane. That's right. Good idea. And finally, Indian man arrested for drinking tea in a suspicious manner. <laughs> Quite right, too. Vijay Patel was enjoying a relaxing morning cup of tea in a tea stall on Kuala when sub-inspector Jahav approached him and asked him what he was doing. According to the Times of India, the police officer was not satisfied with the explanation and arrested Vijay for drinking tea in a suspicious <laughs> manner under a law that allows detention if an officer suspects someone of committing a crime. <laughs> So if he just gets a bad feeling in his yeah. tummy, he just doesn't like the look of you, hmm, you look like you might have committed a crime, which I will not specify. No. That's great. I'm saying what a great law. We should Coming to a country near exactly. you. Exactly. The Bombay High Court, however, realised how ridiculous this was and told the police to drop the case, stating one might take tea in a variety of ways, not all of them always elegant or delicate, some of them perhaps even noisy, but we know of no way to drink tea <laughs> suspiciously. <laughs> well, I commend the judge, but I am not sure I agree. The only way to drink tea is to drink it suspiciously. <laughs> you have been used. Thank you, Mrs. Kernium. Thank you, sir. For that extremely suspicious and nay alarming selection of news stories, there'll be more later on in the show.
children there telling us not to drink and drive <laughs> what do they what do they know about drinking and yeah, driving nothing well they can't even drive can they <laughs> but they sure can drink yeah i mean honestly there's nothing more annoying and obnoxious <laughs> is there than children telling you what to do i mean look i'm not going to drink and drive and it's not because that makes me want to drink and drive that makes me want to learn to drive <laughs> learn to drink learn to drink and then combine the two yes. just just to annoy them then what are they what are you going to do about it child bang your little drum and whistle at me i know tunelessly yeah. How about you learn to sing? How about that? <laughs> that was Don't Drink and Drive from the Hutton School Choir mm. from Class Classroom Project. Mm. The re- most recent uh, collection of uh, Childish Gems from Johnny Trunk on his Trunk Records label, which we featured on a recent show. Yes, yes that's appropriately for us, for us. So we have a health and safety track on there, which is always good. Uh, now we're going to have uh, a very positive approach to danger coming up now. This is a, a kind of Brazilian-style arrangement of a tune written by Stereo Lab's Tim Gain and uh, the High Lama's Sean O'Hagan for the second soundtrack that they did for uh, French director Marc Fatoussi uh, for his 2000, in this case his 2010 film Copacabana. And as I say, it's got a very, very summery Brazilian vibe to it, but despite being called Attention Danger.
was the, I would say, animalistic mm. sound there of attention danger from Tim McGain and Sean O'Hagan. Mm. A hint of the pagan there. It was. It was pagan, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that from, no, no, from it's these, most, these gents. Most unexpected. Uh, now, I'll show all about how the safety couldn't really avoid this next tune. It's uh, the very famous Men Without Hats safety dance, I'm sure. <laughs> Alice might have disturbed Cat. memories. Warning, danger. <laughs> Warning, terrible music. But uh, as you know, dear listener, we like to uh, always improve upon the original if at all possible. And if at all possible, uh, by means of using chiptune. Oh, so I was... the balm, the sound. <laughs> <laughs> they, they grabbed yeah. men without hats and they <laughs> smeared them in 8-bit eight bit, eight sav. Mm. Which is a bit jaggy, actually, a bit sharp on the edges, mm. the 8-bits. But uh, I was Pic- del- it pixelates you, doesn't it? it? That's the problem. It does. Very low res outcome for everyone concerned. Uh, I was delighted to find on YouTube a chiptune artist by the name of Zell the Sick, uh, who has uh, recorded a rather lovely low resolution and low fidelity 8 bit version of the safety dance.
that was Zell the Six, exuberant reworking of the safety dance there mm. via 8-bit. Yes, indeed. I don't know much about this gentleman, but he has uh, on his, he's got a YouTube channel and he's done 8-bit uh, treatments of quite a few interesting looking songs like Van Halen's Jump and uh, All Along the Watchtower. I think we, we might need to have a listen to these and uh, maybe bring them, mm. to, bring them to a wider audience. But now, dear listener, it's time for us to snuggle under the uh, flame-retardant blanket of unnecessary news. The Belgian Pigeon Racing Federation sent samples from its athletes, that's pigeons, to a South African lab, South Africa, from Belgium. Don't they have a laboratory in Belgium? For testing, and the results came back, showing that pigeon owners had been giving their birds cocaine and painkillers to improve their performance. (laughs) This is the doping scandal in the world of pigeon racing. (laughs) That's all I have to say. (laughs) Apparently, pigeon pigeon racing is is very, very um, costly. And mm. pigeons are worth quite a lot of money. Yes. In fact, somebody paid $200,000 or something for a pigeon. And then they, they couldn't get it through customs. <laughs> or they were trying to get it through customs, saying, this is a very important pigeon. I mean, a VIP, imagine? in fact. Very important pigeon. Do you yeah. think this affects all this scourge of all, pigeons. Of all sports, human and animal? I'm just wondering about things like snail racing. But... Is there such a thing as snail racing? Or is that just something not you've pro- made not, up? Not professionally, I don't think. Have you seen that so. on the TV? I've seen it on ITV. On TV, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think I might have seen it on Blue Peter at one stage. I think you'd have trouble getting a... Doping a snail? Yeah, getting an aspirin down a snail <laughs> into its mouth. Do they even have a mouth? Um, they've got a form of a mouth, yes. Anyway. Artist trains pigeons to smuggle cigars from Cuba. <laughs> Some people are willing to do anything for their art, including risking their freedom. American Duke Riley is one such artist. He walks the fine line between legal and illegal, or not, because this was illegal, in his project called Trading with the Enemy, which involves smuggling cigars from Cuba to Key West using pigeons specifically trained for the art of espionage. <laughs> Riley, who makes a living as a tattoo artist, trained 50 birds. Some were taught to carry cigars from Cuba to their destination, which, if you don't already know, is illegal. Some were given special cameras to document their trip back and forth over the border. The spying equipment used was engineered by Riley himself, uh, out of bra straps and other stuff. (laughs) Ingenious. Mm -hmm. Although, seeing a pigeon wearing a bra (laughs) might alert the authorities. That's peculiar. It's taken him several years, apparently. Fiddling with brass straps on, on, and pigeons to make yes. it as light as possible. I see. Apparently, the artist's work is a commentary on the long history of pirating on the southern border. Riley also wanted to dismiss the government's very expensive high-tech spying gear by using pigeons instead of drones. <laughs> it's difficult to get a pigeon to murder somebody, though, isn't it? You it know, is, yeah. Look down and see, oh, there's a wedding. All a pigeon can do is deposit a turd, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Which is unpleasant. Maybe a little bit of pecking, but it's not going to get it very far. Mm. I wanted to subvert this billions of dollars high-tech system with things that were used in ancient Samaria. (laughs) A lot of the work I do seeks to create some sense of possibility or empowerment. You made a pigeon fly to Cuba. What's that got to do with empowerment? Nothing. He's trying to empower pigeons. This is what the artist says. In a humorous and romanticised way, he says, using the simplest means possible. Also, I wanted a cigar. (laughs) He didn't say that, but I added it, because I thought that sounded like a little bit of a pompous (laughs) blowhard. And finally, cannabis cat smuggled drugs into Moldova jail. 
Guards became suspicious after they spotted an odd collar on a feline. Possibly made of bra strap. <laughs> Seems to be the, the way... Because it's ideal, isn't it? Straps, it's elasticised, and it's got a little pouchy area yeah, for you pouchy to, area, yes. to hold something, you usually know. Usually two pouchy areas. Usually yeah. two, but it's ideal for smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I might have to try it myself. In fact, that's what ladies are doing. They're smuggling... <laughs> A cat has been caught smuggling drugs on its collar into a prison in Moldova. Guards in a jail in the village of Ponsil became suspicious when they saw an odd collar on the black and grey feline which routinely entered through a hole in the fence. On closer inspection, they found two packets of cannabis attached to the purple collar. Well, purple should have alerted them. Nobody wears purple unless they're up to something. <laughs> Fact. They're either a druid or a lady lesbian. Now, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being a druid or a lesbian. But it is suspicious. When the cat was caught, it became obvious that the cat was about to deliver drugs to prisoners. Oh, they're clever, aren't they? They're putting two and two together. Hold on, this cat's got drugs on it. And here we are in jail. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's coming. Hold on. Maybe they were bringing these drugs to somebody in the jail. He's got it! The Department of Penitentiary Institutions said that someone in Puncel was using the cat as a courier to supply inmates in the local prison. It's not the first time an unwitting female has been used to infiltrate the prison. <laughs> Earlier this year's authorities in the Brazilian jail apprehended a cat with a mobile phone and tunnel digging tools attached to his stomach. Oh. Tunnel digging tools. Tiny ones. <laughs> a teaspoon. A, t- a miniature trowel. Yeah. Maybe some uh, cocktail sticks. In northern Russia, guards caught a cat carrying a mobile phone and charged and taped to its belly. <laughs> in France, a package including a piping bag and set of nozzles used for cake decorations were also <laughs> discovered being smuggled in on a cat. <laughs> Do you think this cat was also involved in the pigeon doping? Do you think there's, a, there's some kind of cat it's pigeon? A, it's uncanny, isn't it? There's yeah. something going on there. Something. In the pigeons and cats are smoking, yeah. they're bringing drugs in, they're doping pigeons. It's all very suspicious. <laughs> You have been used. We be little. Thank you, Mrs. Cannon. Thank you, sir. For that piratical and smugglerious selection of new stories. <laughs> There'll be more next week's show.
wildlife at risk. All cats will be restrained. No animal may be moved in or out of the infected area. little track there for pet lovers of the show or rabies lovers rabies lovers uh, rabies warning rabies warning from a friend of the show uh concretism or concretism this is his first ep isn't uh, it that was from his first ep called rabies warning it's all uh pretty pretty downbeat isn't it mm. broken dolls normal service will resume shortly gray sky a moment mm-hmm. all fairly bleak he's gone up and beat now hasn't he <laughs> Hey? We played the last track we played from him, yes. It was, it's danceable. Was, it was practically bro- danceable. It was almost, you know, it was had us punching the air. It did. It was very strange. Do you think he's got himself a, you know, a, uh, something's a lady or a whatever he's into, a friend? Maybe he's, maybe he's had his rabies inoculation. <laughs> yeah. I remember somebody telling me that if you had rabies, then you, you had to have a series of inc- incredibly painful sort of injections in your stomach. Oh, and then you just died anyway. It's, it's really almost impossible mm. to uh, to not die of rabies. No. It's just think, something to think about. It is. But uh, it's a cheer, that cheerful cheer. He's good, though, isn't he? He's good. He's he is very good. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a master. He's miserable. 
If only you could put these uh, skills to uh, to good cause, you know, like a to something happy and upbeat. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to inform and, and educate. He is, music. he is. Bless him. Yes. Yeah. Rabies warning takes us on a short journey through paranoid public information films, mm. lost TV transmissions, and bleak industrial <laughs> landscapes. Oh my God! And then I found love. Yes, I found love. Now I'm skipping through meadows. <laughs> I quite like this quote, which is on his Bandcamp page, which says, uh, It's hollow with a sense of optimism. <laughs> a desolate, electronic, barren heath one might sink into this. John Austin, writer and music critic. Yeah, perfectly. Uh, Poet. Perfectly summed up there. I think what it's like is you're striding across some some moors, some barren mm. moors, and you're going, it's majestic, it's <laughs> it's it's barren, it's hostile, it's but it's awe-inspiring, and you're you're awed and you're horrified at the same time. You're you're getting a sort of feeling of desolation. Then you yeah. you stride forward and you put your foot in a cow pat, mm. and then you get bitten by a rabid fox. And you slip over, and a fox bites you on the neck. <laughs> It's a little bit like that. Something like that, yeah. Come on. One of these quotes <laughs> has got to get it onto the page. That's what I want. I want to do bo more box quotes. <laughs> Take note. Do you Which, think he's yeah. listening? Do you think he's listening? Um, he's, a he's a loyal listener. He's a regular he listener. Is. Good talent. on you, sir. Good on you. Uh, now, with, we haven't heard from this next artist, not just an artist, but a patron saint, I might say, of the show. Uh, this is, of course, Jean-Jacques Perret. <laughs> 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 We're just unstrapping ourselves from our chairs and getting down onto one knee as we uh, prepare to listen to this next tune. Now, listeners, if you have about <laughs> your house, as you should, chocolate mousse, oh, yes. preferably homemade chocolate mousse made by Jean, uh, Jean-Jacques Perret's daughter. Uh, uh, no, it's her husband, wasn't it? Roger. Oh, was it? oh, I beg your pardon. That's right. So if you've got some chocolate mousse made by Jean-Jacques Perret's <laughs> daughter's husband, son-in-law, son-in-law, yes. get it out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, prepare to spoon it into your mouth. Re recent listeners to the show might not know that we actually did have an exclusive from Jean-Jacques Perret uh, when we were on the radio, where he told us what his favourite dessert was. Yeah, we were yeah. pummeling him with lots no. of difficult questions. Nobody else nobody else found that information You'll out. not find that in any, any encyclopaedia <laughs> of whatnot or on Wikipedia, because no. that's exclusive Project Moonbase only information. <laughs> uh, now, this is, a very, this is slightly tenuous, but... Um, we all know about the dangers of strangers. And the night time. And, and the night time. And you, could, you could knock into something if you're not you looking could, where you're going. You I, I, I nearly got scratched by a, a moon branch. <laughs> you did, actually. You got scratched yeah. by a moon branch right in the eye. You did. And you nicked, you almost caught your, you got your finger in the airlock, didn't you, as well? I did. I nipped myself. <laughs> nearly got a scratched retina. I know. It's dangerous, it's the night time. It's a hazardous world out there. Um, this is uh, Perry and Kingsley's version of uh, Strangers in the Night, but uh, which is a, you know traditionally quite a romantic tune, but uh, their treatment is altogether spookier. They've duffed it up a bit. They have a bit. I, do, I actually remember hearing this. This is a, a tune from my youth. From your youth? My youth. I do remember being quite terrified by it, actually. It's, it is quite a disturbing arrangement. Well, was that because you were locked in a cupboard when you were hearing it? <laughs> in the naughty cupboard, yeah. You could just hear it muffle through the cupboard door. <laughs> let me out, let me out. Uh, this originally appeared on their album Kaleidoscopic Vibrations, but you can also get it on this mammoth uh, compilation set called The Out Sound From Way In. This is uh, Jean-Jacques Perret and Gershon Kingsley with Strangers in the Night. <laughs> Thank 
timelessly peculiar sound <laughs> of Perry and Kingsley there with their version of Strangers in the Night. Very strange. Mm, very strange, strangers. And it was as fresh as the moment when Perry and Kingsley's brain went... <laughs> and he's timeless, uh, isn't it? Yes. Now, we've got something coming up now which is covering the subject of geography, amongst other things, well, apparently. this is an odd bunch um, that I turned up on uh, Spotify when I was trying to put this show together. But So they've, uh, it's a group called the uh, Discover and Learn Singers. I don't know much about them, except they produce quite a number of uh, allegedly educational albums, all with equally, frankly, terrible cover art. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what style you would call that. No. It's just horrifying. <laughs> horrifying, kind of clip art-esque. Mm. style of, of artwork it's one of those things when it, you know if you see every word <laughs> on a cover <laughs> and it's in a different font yes that you're dealing with somebody that's just <laughs> needs to stop doing that you know every every word has is, is a different font it's a different size it's a different uh, color <laughs> yes, but not in this case completely yeah. incomprehensible they do albums that are specifically about geography or maths or whatever but this is this i found this on a compilation that uh, seems to bring in everything from phonics subtraction addition multiplication to the solar system <laughs> all right so, all good uh, subjects and it's got a it's sort of under the pillow quality to it so it will probably appeal to uh, fans of the uh, the uh, booming cassette uh, business <laughs> 
Hashtag muffly. Hashtag muffly. It's a, again, it's packed full of useful information about uh, keeping yourself safe. Uh, so from the album... From all what? Solar System. The solar <laughs> from system. the solar Beware. system. Beware! The solar system. From the album All About Geography, although for some reason this track seems to appear on every one of their albums, this is the Discover and Learn singers with their song, the Safety First song, featuring Friends and Doctor Discover, in brackets. I have been DJ Risk Assessment... I hope you've been extremely careful during this week's edition of the show. I have been MC Fire Safety, and I hope you've remained retardant. Until next week, dear listener, make make sure sure you protect protect yourself. Put your safety first. Safety first. Put your safety first. Safety first. Do you know about safety? I sure do. And I want you to listen to the song. Okay. Put your safety first. Always safety first. Make sure you protect yourself. Put your safety first. Always safety first. Safety first. Safety. Always wash your hands, tie your shoes. Your doors. Never go home with a stranger. Never go home with strangers. Look both ways across the street. Don't play with the match. Always chew your food real, real good. Come on, Put your safety on Project Moonbase. Prepare for a splendacious selection of sonority and join us in making the action.